0: Hi, I'm Amanda Sewell, and I'm one of the producers of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org/donate. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Did you know that at one point the saxophone was going to take over the whole orchestra? Or that not all saxophones are curved like a J? I've got a special guest with me here, and he's brought some really cool saxophones with him today on...
1: Classical Sprouts!
0: Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello, and today we're going to talk about the saxophone with our awesome friend, Jake Goldwasser. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. So in today's episode, we'll learn that the saxophone was originally invented in Belgium. So we here at Sprouse decided to look into some other things that were invented there. So today's Quizlet question is, what sport was invented in Belgium? What sport was actually invented in Belgium? We'll give you a few hints along the way, so stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. I want you to meet my new friend, Jake. Your new friend, Jake. Our new friend, Jake. Jake Goldwasser. Hello, Jake.
2: Good morning, everybody, and happy afternoon as well. How are we doing today?
0: I think everybody's doing great, especially after they meet you and we get to meet all of the cool friends that you brought us this week. So Jake gets to meet all of the coolest instruments, old instruments, nifty instruments. So how did you get to be the guy that tells the story with all these incredible instruments?
2: So a long time ago, I found the first saxophone made in this country. And in that process, I contacted the school to do some research together on my own instrument and the ones that we have here in the collection.
0: Now, this collection that he's talking about is the Greenleaf Collection at Interlochen Center for the Arts. And because he's a saxophone player, he's here with us today to tell us all about the saxophone. If somebody's never seen a saxophone before, can you kind of describe this for us?
2: Yes. If you paint with a very cool metal brush, a J, and you start in the top corner and you go down and then you swoosh back up and then you make a bell out of an instrument. You'll put some keys on both hands and you'll hold it very close to the center of your body and then you'll make wonderful notes.
0: So now now we have the question of where did we get saxophones from? Because we always think about them, they're just around, you know? Things have been around forever. But somebody had to invent one at some point.
2: Correct. And the man who did, his name was Adolf Sax, therefore the saxophone. Hey. hey. Um, He invented it in the 1800s over in Belgium and by the end of the 19th century, they worked their way over to America and started to become a part of the craze and all the wonderful bands in the American music story. (laughs) So Adolf Sax wanted to create an instrument. He was working on wonderful clarinets at the time, but he wanted to give it a little bit more bite. So he, he built a construction out of metal and he designed a set of keys of which to project a sound that could compete next to the trumpets and trombones. It was sturdy and it could go outside and you didn't have to worry about it getting wet. Whenever you play in the rain, your shoes get wet and no one likes that feeling. But a saxophone, he'll dry off so as an outdoor instrument the voice of the saxophone could be heard much much farther
0: but we often think of a saxophone as a jazz instrument
2: this was right at the time where jazz music is starting to form and the saxophone being such a portable and durable instrument could travel along anywhere and make its noise so it it finds its way in the early ages of jazz as this wonderful fun and Exciting voice that the music Hasn't heard, so they just Became homes for each other
0: That's so interesting that practicality Was such an important part
2: Of an unpractical music
0: Of an unpractical <laughs> music that's, <laughs> that's fantastic Yeah So here's our first instrument, please describe this saxophone for us.
2: Okay everyone, so our first saxophone we're talking about is CG Con number 337. This is one of the first 400 saxophones made in this country, it's from roughly 1890, so this is 135 years old almost, and it plays just like a modern instrument. It has some differences. There are some special keys that don't exist on saxophones today, mainly what you'll do with your left thumb and left pinky. However, it's a very, very special part of the saxophone story. In the 1920s and this is a special time for the saxophone because this is when the saxophone craze happens across the country and the saxophone specifically at the front of that was what we call the c melody c melody saxophone is unlike any of the other instruments in the saxophone family. It's not the alto, it's not the tenor, it's not a soprano. What it is, is it sits right in between and has a very special voice of its own. And they were very common in the 1920s because you didn't have to transpose.
0: Ah, okay. Now let's, in case you're wondering what we mean by transpose, that means changing keys. This is in C, which is like kind of the basic key
2: for everything. So if you were to sit at a piano, for example, and you played a C, and then you played a C on the saxophone, it would be the exact same note. And this particular one is also made by C.G. Khan, and it's from the early 1920s.
0: Now what is the biggest difference in sound, because we're 40 years later, which means we've probably also thought more about how the instrument should sound. Correct. Um, Between number 337 and this one right here.
2: Yes, so this is number 73,142. Now you have multiple manufacturers that are making saxophones. So every company has their own little flavor too. I love C Melody saxophones probably more than other instruments that we have today because it's such a special voice.
0: Also brought us a type of saxophone that not only had I not seen, I didn't even know it was a thing.
2: This is a straight alto saxophone from 1926. In the 1920s, when the saxophone craze was at its highest, the different manufacturers wanted to make something so cool and so unique they were trying everything. experiments of colors and shapes, and one of them was what we called the straight alto. So it's an alto saxophone's tubing length, but they stretched it out, and a wonderful, wonderful saxophonist called it the stretch. Not my favorite name for it, however, the straight alto is very, very cool.
0: It is, and it's big.
2: It is. It's big. It's long. Big! Most people think that an alto saxophone pretty small, because it fits in your hands and it's very close and, and, and wrapped in that J-shape. But when you straighten out a saxophone, they're long.
0: Yeah, it's taller than I think many of the sprouts who might try to pick it up. Wow, how cool. You know, I think it's about time to take a break before we see any more cool saxophones, don't you think? During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode's available and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. Stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break.
2: Hi, I'm Dan Wanchura, host of Points North. Thriving, healthy communities need a thriving, flourishing, natural world. Good stories have the ability to captivate us, point the finger at challenges before us, and say, hey, this is important. Those are the stories we tell on Points North. We want you to be entertained, informed, and surprised by this place you love. Subscribe and listen to Points North wherever you get podcasts on IPR.
0: All right, Sprouts, at the beginning of this episode, I asked you what sport was invented in Belgium. What sport was invented in Belgium? Well, now here's a hint. Most people think of this sport as English. It's very posh, don't you know? But not only was it actually invented in Belgium, it's also the name of an insect. A really loud, almost musical insect. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. Okay, Sprouts, before the break, we met our friend Jake and some of the saxophones he brought us. And we learned a little bit about the origins of the saxophone as an instrument. He brought a few more for us to explore, so let's get back to Jake. So, saxophone pal, tell us about this guy right here.
2: This is an incredible tenor saxophone. So we've talked about other saxophones so far this week, and the tenor saxophone may have my favorite voice of the saxophone family, as this is the saxophone that I started playing on many, many years ago. This saxophone is from 1940. It is made by the Busher Company, and it's what we call a top hat and cane. I don't know if you guys can see this one today from the car, so I'll describe it. What A brand new saxophone, beautifully shiny, with this wonderful engraving all over the bell. It's like this burnished gold brass,
0: and there are flowers all over the bell. This is just
2: stunning. So we in the saxophone world call this a honey amber lacquer. And when you have this kind of a color, especially from the 1940s in this good a condition, it just, there's nothing like it.
0: Now, one huge difference I'm seeing here is the top. So we had that J before, but now it's got a little squirrely guy at the top.
2: Absolutely. So the tenor saxophone has the only neck with what we call a gooseneck. <laughs> And that means that it has this wonderful curve. So instead of air going straight down into the saxophone, it actually has to go up and then down on the roller coaster.
0: What's the the purpose of that?
2: Well, for a symphonic purpose, it's to mirror the air channel of the bassoon. So the tenor saxophone will fit as the bassoon's replacement if you have to quickly read a part.
0: So that was part of the thinking, was that it
2: could fill in for a bassoon? It was designed and hoped that the saxophone could potentially take over the entire orchestra. And that's why it never found its home in the symphony. Wait a minute, whoa, wait,
0: wait, wait, okay. Are are you saying that, like, the other instruments were
2: jealous? Yes, they were. (sighs) And not only the other instruments. The other instruments' players and manufacturers were very, very jealous so that all of a sudden they said, uh-oh, we can't let him play with us. Well. So these are gonna sound almost velvet-like. The, the way that I like to describe the tenor saxophone is it's very smooth, it's, it's sweet. Because it's a little bit of a lower pitch, you have this range that gives a beautiful expression of sound.
0: even brought one of his own personal saxes to show us today, and this one is super cute.
2: Unlike our friends we've met so far this week, where they've been older parts of the saxophone evolution, this is my personal soprano saxophone. It was made roughly 10 years ago, so it's what we call a modern instrument. It has all of the features that have been established over the years with added keys and different directions of how we play these keys that give saxophonists today an understanding of where the evolution has come so far.
0: And let's describe it too, because it's really interesting looking. It's not a J.
2: No, it's not. This is a straight soprano saxophone, which means that it's one single tube from the very top to the very bottom of the bell. And it's, I mean, this is shiny in a way you've never seen before. Um, Picture the brightest silver and then coat it with a sparkly, crackly sand coating and then put very, very shiny pearl keys on it. And that's the saxophone that we have today.
0: It is absolutely gorgeous. And there is beautiful engraving on the bell, too.
2: We have a goddess.
0: Now, what makes her a soprano saxophone?
2: So the soprano saxophone is... The, the the saxophones go by size so the the bass is the biggest the baritone the second and we go all the way up to the soprano which will be the the smaller it's not the smallest but it's the smaller of the normal family of saxophones should we pick the saxophone, Jake? You should pick the saxophone if it calls to you. Now, you should also pick the saxophone, the specific type of saxophone that calls to you. Maybe it's an alto. Maybe it's a bass saxophone. All of these different instruments have different reasons that you should play them. When did your instrument speak to you for the first time? Well, I first met the saxophone when I was in fifth grade. And the one that called me was the tenor saxophone. Now, as the tenor and I formed a wonderful connection, I met the baritone, its older brother. And I said, ooh, I think you're a really fun guy. And then I met the younger sibling, the alto. And then I realized that there's so much to learn about the saxophone family that you can go any different direction with it.
0: So you just decided you wanted to hang out in a big family full of saxophones?
2: Yeah, they seemed like the right friends for me.
0: Yeah. Now, Sprouts, at the beginning of this episode, I asked you, what sport was invented in Belgium? I told you that most people assume it was invented in England and that it's got the same name as a loud musical bug. Let me give you another hint. It has a bat, but it's not baseball. It has a net, but it's not pickleball. You think you know? The answer is, desk roll, please. Way back in the day, in the 1500s, shepherds and weavers would play what they called crickets and wickets with a ball and shepherds' crooks in the field with their sheep. <laughs> Who knew? Well, now we do. <laughs> So, Sprouts, here's our new awesome friend, Jake. Jake, thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's been an incredible time talking about all these wonderful parts of the saxophone history.
0: Can't wait to listen to them again, together. And some more, will you come back and bring us some more instruments another time?
2: You got it. Excellent. Cannot wait.
0: We've got some more fun facts about saxophones and a lot of photos and videos from Jake's visit with us and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org, so be sure to check us out there. And follow us on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. We share things that we don't cover on the podcast, so make sure to check it out.
1: This episode
0: of Classical Sprouts was produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Kelly DiPasquale was our audio engineer. I'm Kate Potello. Hasta la bye-bye.